We are the number one podcast for self-empowerment, the go-to podcast for people that are tired of living as a lesser version of themselves and who are ready to make a change in their lives and those around them. If you're tired of kneecapping your growth and settling for less than you know you deserve, this is the podcast for you. We are Way Too Spicy, and this is the Success System Podcast. Welcome back to the Success System Podcast, brought to you by Way Too Spicy and you, our supporters. On our last episode, we talked about your vision to victory, and we went through several steps that you can take to handcraft your path to victory. If you haven't already heard that episode, we highly recommend that you check it out. But with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. On this episode, we're going to be talking about three of the biggest barriers to success. If you've experienced any of these barriers, then you know firsthand how deadly they can be to your growth, your confidence, and your overall quality of life. The bad news is that all three of these things will either make or break your success. But on the other hand, the good news is all three of these things stem from the same source, your mindset. So with that being said, let's jump into the number one mindset that gives you the quote-unquote confidence to say, I'm not good enough. Or that makes you think, I could never do that. Or my personal favorite, turns your signature catchphrase to, these things always happen to me. It's time that we address the first elephant in the room, and that is the victim mindset. Now, I want you to pay special attention to what I'm about to tell you. You will never be successful if you are determined to be a victim of your life. Because you will spend all of your time missing the joy in life, overlooking all of the beautiful things that happen to you, and being a forever, being forever at the whim of the world. And I know you know plenty of people who fall victim to the victim mindset. I know I do. And if I'm being honest, I used to be one of them. You see, I spent most of my life being a victim until I learned one of the most impactful lessons of my whole life. But before I get into that, I want you to think back to the first moment that you realized You deserved more out of your life. For me, I remember like it was yesterday. It was 2019, pre-COVID. I'd been working on my job for about eight months. I was ecstatic. When I tell you I was feeling accomplished, you know what it's like when you get out of college and you have that stress, right? Not even that stress. We'll take a little bit for it. You get out of college and things are great, right? (sighs) I did it. I graduated. I finally accomplished what I was supposed to do. 
and everything's cool until it's not. You know, a month passes by, two months, three months. And it's like, I should probably be looking for a job. But once you finally get that job, it's like, okay, cool. I made it. I went to school. I got that degree. I got the job. Now let me just keep my head down do my 20 years. And I'm going to make it big. Guess what, guys? They lied. And I learned it the hard way. But back to my story. I remember I was having an evaluation with my manager. And when I tell you I was ecstatic, I was so ecstatic because I had been doing the work of three positions. I was ready to walk into that meeting and demand a raise. When I tell you I was so excited, I made sure that my dress shirt matched my tie and the details in my socks. I was not here to play. So I walk into my meeting, sit across the, across the table from my manager Look him dead in the eyes, smile on my face. And you you know how it is, right? When you're ready to ask for a raise, you spend all day warming up to it. You're role playing in your head. You're going through the motion. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I was all right, cool. Waiting for it. And I finally tell him, I want a raise because I've been doing the job of three people. I'm always on time. I am one of the best resources in the office. And I sat there and I waited. Smile on my face. And guess what, guys? I didn't get the raise. But what I did get was the rude awakening that I didn't know I needed. This man looked me dead in the eyes and told me, Hardy, you do not have enough experience to demand a raise. And as a matter of fact, you should be happy with the money you're making because you're making more money than your coworkers. And when I tell you it took everything inside of me to contain the anger I felt for this man. This man looked me in the eyes and told me that I didn't demand a raise even though I was doing three people's jobs. But, you know, I knew in that moment I could lash out and I might feel better in the moment, but that wouldn't get me what I actually wanted. So I did what anybody else does. I sat there trying to talk myself down from the nuclear moment in my head. It literally felt like that episode of SpongeBob when he's running around in his brain and they're deleting things. Everything's on fire and it's all chaotic. That's what it felt like. Truly fuming. And I sat with that the entire day. And I remember towards the end of the day, I ended up going to the bathroom. Really just like I was so hot, I couldn't let it go and I couldn't figure out what it was. But I went to the bathroom to try to wipe, wipe my sweat off. You know, let me actually physically cool myself down. And as I sat there in the mirror, wiping my sweaty brow, I couldn't help but ask myself, how the hell could I have worked so hard, done way more than was expected of me, and still not be valuable in my manager's eyes? And it was in that moment that it finally clicked for me. The only person whose value I needed to be, the only person who I had to show and prove my value to was me. And the reason I'm telling that story is because I want you to know that you will never feel like you are valuable, like you are making progress, you're feeling fulfilled, like you are on your own path of success if you're doing it for other people. Because when I was doing it for other people, every time things didn't work my way out, anytime things didn't work how I wanted to, I blamed the world. I didn't get I didn't get the job. Ah, it's my manager's fault. He didn't appreciate me. I didn't get the promotion. Ah, this company has no idea what they're doing. 
right? But it really wasn't until I started taking accountability for myself and realized I'm not a victim in this world. Because holding on to my victim mindset was only keeping me trapped in this endless loop of trying to figure out how can I survive? How can I survive? How can I survive? But I need to learn how to thrive. And I think the main thing I learned in my journey of flipping that switch from survival to thriving was that life is not about what you're capable of. Life is about what you're willing to do. And if you're not willing to do everything in your power to achieve success, how can you expect to bring success into your life? So if you have a victim mindset and you relate with that paradigm that I laid out, if there's any advice I can give you, it's this. Take every single thing that has happened to you personally and blame yourself. Even if you know it wasn't your fault, blame yourself. Because at the end of the day, the only person you can change is yourself. So start there and really start walking in your purpose, walking in your passion. And it's only a matter of time before you realize you are not, have never been, and never will be a victim. Appreciate you sharing, big dog, Coach DT. Um, wanted to add on to a little bit what you said about the victim mindset because I, you know, I was right there with you, honestly, and and having that mindset of you know the world's happening to me and I didn't you know play a role in it. But it was it wasn't until like you said, I how did I play a role? What did I do wrong? What can I do better? Or how do I get the results that I want? When I was looking at it from the perspective of how do I change to start a lot getting the things that I want in this world, things started to come to me a lot easier than me trying to change everybody else around me. Because me trying to change everybody else, they're not going to change for me. I realize that. It could be your mama, your kids. It doesn't matter who they are. They're not going to change for you. Why would they change for you? Just because you're your child? No, they won't. And it, change only occurs when the individual thinks they need to change. And so me looking at myself and decided, you know, I'm not a victim. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to take ownership. And that really helped me a lot. But even going off, um, going into our next mindset, I think this one has affected me even growing up. You know, if, if you have this mindset, you're probably the person that's in the most conflict, um, arguing, heated debates. And and honestly, you know, you know, y- Maybe some fists come out, but you know, on the rare occasion, of course, on the rare occasion. Um, but it's the know-it-all, right? It's the person who thinks they know everything and anything, and they always got to be right. And I, and I say that was me at some point because, guys, I did I act like I knew it all? Hell yeah, because I knew it all. I really thought I did, you know. <laughs> and I'd be in arguments, literally proving people wrong. But what did that do for me? It got me into fights. What did that do for me? People wanted to fight me, guys. That's not a healthy way to walk around in life. And not only that, not only just fight, it was right. It didn't help with team compositions and even helping us produce whatever results that we want in any teams that I was in. So it really had to take a moment for myself to take a step back and say, you know, is it, do I really need to be right? No, I, I don't care, right? Because what does it do? All it does is it gets me in an argument. And that's what I've been noticing, right? Fighting beliefs against beliefs is a waste of time. How can I 
help you? How can I serve you? Oh, is that what you believe? Oh, you may be wrong, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hear and um, I'm not gonna insult you and let you know you're wrong, right? I'm not gonna say, hey, you're wrong. This is what you're supposed to do. Sometimes I still do, guys, but I'm working on it. And I and I say that this mindset is a block to a lot of people because you, it's not coming from a collaborative um, mindset. It's coming from you know us us fighting against each other. My way is right. Your way is wrong. Okay. Prove to me why your way is the right way or prove to me that your way is the right or wrong way. And what usually ends up happening is that nothing gets done. Nothing gets accomplished. Nothing gets moved forward. And, and I say to avoid that know-it-all mindset, you should aim. And, and I got this from a lot of the social media guys, the gurus, aim to be the dumbest person in the room, guys. The, the name of the game is growth. It is growth. I cannot grow if I know it all doesn't work that way. I need to come from a place of ignorance so I can see how to become better and how I could grow. And and if that's a mindset that you are or you're recognizing patterns of you trying to always insert like you're right, ask yourself, where does that come from? Why am I why do I want to be right? Why am I seeking to be right? Knowing that, guys, you know, the science is always changing constantly. Some, one day you're right, <laughs> one day you may be wrong, and at in this day and age with the internet, you know, in your hands, it doesn't really matter if you're right or wrong. You can just Google it. And so you talk about this mindset, the know-it-all guys avoid it. If you have a friend group, if you have one of your friends, get them to see that, Hey, this is probably not the best way. Cause you probably even argue with them yourselves. Right. And they probably are butting heads with other people around them thinking, no, those people are the problem, not them, AKA not taking ownership. But you know, that, that, that's for another day and another time. But <laughs> I, that's all I had to say, guys. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it's it's very important to be aware of your mindset and what type of personality you have. Um, for this third mindset, it's kind of on the opposite of what Coach Amadeus shared, right? So for this individual, instead of being a know-it-all and getting into heated arguments to prove your point, you're more of someone who stays on the back burner. You don't really pick a side, right? You ride the fence. So you're a bit, maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do that or I don't really know what I want to do so I won't do anything at all, right? You choose to ignore the problem until the problem becomes so big that you can't help but ignore it anymore. And the mindset that I'm talking about, guys, is the wishy-washy. And I know this mindset very well because I once was an individual that was wishy-washy, right? You may be afraid to make a decision because you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to make the wrong decision. Side note, there is no right or wrong decision. You might not be making a choice because you're not confident in your abilities to choose something because you haven't practiced, you haven't worked that muscle in making decisions, And I'm here to tell you guys that that type of mindset will not only slow your growth, it's going to keep you stagnated. If you don't make a choice and stand on that, you will continuously fall at the whims of life. If you don't stand on something like that quote, right? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. But you guys know what I'm talking about here, right? So think about the people who, you know, they, they just allow people to make decisions for them. You know, oh, I don't know if I want to eat at, I don't know, Fridays or Texas Roadhouse. They're both good, but deep down, you know which one you want. But you want someone else to make that decision for you because it's easier. It's easier for you. It takes it off your plate. But that does not serve you any good. 
You have to have to get in the habit of making decisions and standing on it. And for me personally, the way I worked on that muscle of um, making decisions and not being a wishy-washy individual is I went back to the old school making a list, right? As you guys heard on the previous episode, I'm a very much write, I'm a very much write things down, check off the box. So for you, the individual who doesn't know how to make a decision or you're, you're torn between two decisions, I want you to grab a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. On the left side, I want you to write cons. And on the right side, I want you to write pros. Think of every single thing that could go wrong if you make the decision you are contemplating right now. It could be a career change. It could be a financial change. It could be a move. It could be anything. Write every single thing that could go wrong. And on the opposite side, I want you to write every single thing you can think of that will go right with that decision. Side note, you're going to see that the side that you're subconsciously leaning towards is going to be much easier to draft things down. As you guys continue to do this exercise with things in your life, you'll become a lot um, faster at making a pros and cons list in your head. And eventually you won't even need the pen and paper and you'll start flexing that decision-making process. But it doesn't get to that point unless you start one day. You have to make a decision. And if I can leave you guys with anything, I want to leave you with this quote that I hold near and dear because even to this day, I have to continuously remind myself that, and it's by Dan Pena, I may be wrong, but I am never in doubt. Meaning that whatever decision I choose, because I have the confidence within myself to tackle anything that comes after I make that decision, I have no fear. I'm making it. It might be wrong to you, but to me it's right. And I'm going to handle it every step of the way. And that is the confidence that I want you guys to cultivate, to eradicate that wishy-washy mindset. Do not allow this mindset to keep you stagnant. I allowed it to keep me stagnant, and it wasn't until I eradicated it that my life started changing. If I can do it, I know you can too. And just to kind of add on to what you said and just giving you guys a reminder, you got to you gotta understand that this every day and putting in the reps, it's like going to the gym. You do whatever reps that you can, and and you get used to it, right? Like Coach Sherry J talked about, it's about flexing the decision-making muscle. So if you're a wishy-washy person, just start making decisions. When you start making decisions, it's going to be hard at the beginning. But hitting the gym is hard at the beginning. The muscles hurt. You're straining yourself because you're unfamiliar with the action. And you have to continue to do the action and become, until it becomes second nature. And you'll start to just make decisions a lot quicker. One of the things that I made a decision was like, I'm going to do less pre-planning and more free-flowing. At the beginning, I was a little, little washy-washy washy with it, you know. But then I, you know, was able to get to that level where I can improv- improvise pretty well on most, most, most points, most occasions. I'm still not perfect, but you only get better by taking action. 
you only get better by working and flexing that muscle. And my last note that I wanted to say is some of these mindsets, we didn't get, there's a lot more out there and it's your job to kind of recognize what mindsets are working and what they're, what's not working. And I think the pros and cons list is a great way to get started with that too and find out what's adding to your life, what's not adding to your life and make a decision on actually working towards the vision to victory. But that's, you know, a shout out to the last episode. But y'all have a great night. I think that's all it for me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I would just say if you guys really want to start working on your mindset and tackling those those beliefs that aren't serving you any good anymore and you want to become better than you are today so that you become your best self tomorrow, go ahead and click the link in our bio. We have a special gift in there for you guys. It has plethora so many gems that not only helped us to become the people that we are now but we know it can help transform your life beyond your your wildest dreams so click that link in the bio very bold if i if i come to you and it don't change my life i'm gonna have to we're gonna have problems coach well honey it's all about accountability <laughs> oh, right? right you, right, you right. don't change unless you want to uh, you right i you can right. help and guide you oh thank you coach but i can't change you unless you don't want to change yourself I love you coach But we're with you every step of the way. Every step? Every step. Get yourself a coach. Facts. And remember, the only place you start at the top is when you're digging a hole. Mm. But as always, reach out to us. Connect with us. We'd love to hear your story. We'd love to have you on our podcast. We'd love to just build community with you. You can find us on Instagram at Success System Podcast, or you can reach out to any of us individually. You can find myself on Instagram and or TikTok, more so Instagram, at I am Coach DT. That's D as in Dave, T as in Thomas. You can find me on IG, Coach Amadeus, A-M-A-D-E-U-S, the one loved by God, blessed and highly favored, and y'all have a great night. And you can find me, the First Lady of Way Too Spicy, on Instagram at I am Sherry J. That is S-H-E-R-R-I-J. As always, this has been the Success System Podcast. We are way too spicy and we will see you next time. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm not going to say anything today, guys. So maybe next time. Be on the lookout for the next day. But he said something. I did not you know. Love you. Bye. Shout out to my girl. Oh, I don't got a girl. Never mind. Bye. (laughs)